Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. New Year! We're taking a look back to find the gold in the turn of a year that was 2020. But first, the year's final travel news, including Snow White's new Disneyland digs, a first look at the Disney Wish cruise ship, and the world's most expensive and stupid taco. Pour a toast and find someone to kiss at midnight. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society! Live from a geodesic dome igloo high above Times Square, just below the gigantic crystal-covered ball that they're getting ready to drop at midnight, we're here with our look back at 2020 and look ahead to 2021. Let's ring in the new year right. But first I was wondering, what's your travel resolution for 2021? I'm going everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to spend most of the early part of the year in Mexico. Oh yeah, same. <laughs> uh, yep. Definitely my travel thing is to do more of it and go... Uh, yeah, definitely some all-inclusive Mexico kind of stuff. to get back to Europe. Since there's no cruising yet. Uh, yeah, I miss Paris. Ah, uh, Paris. Yes. What about you, Dan? I think we're going to we're gonna probably do exactly what I said we were going to do last year, <laughs> but didn't get to. <laughs> I want to take the kids to like either Smokies or Mammoth Cave, maybe. Maybe mm. Mammoth Cave. Cause Where's Mammoth Cave? Kentucky. Hmm. Bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> you could combine it with a, a cave a slash bourbon, bourbon trail. trail. Yeah, that sounds like a kids, great family trip. Yeah. The kids will love that. Yeah. <laughs> kids love distilleries. There's some, the, the few times that we've driven to Florida or driven down to Birmingham, there's some really cool, like, roadside kitsch that you would love in mm-hmm. Kentucky mm-hmm. and Tennessee. Yep. And all through Tennessee, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I seem to recall passing some dinosaur park that's just huge sculptures of dinosaurs right off of I think maybe it's 69 can't remember (laughs) (laughs) yes my favorite of the highways Dan have you ever been uh, have you all been to Chattanooga Mm. No, but I need to because I want to go see Rock City. Yeah, yes. you should do. I was going to say you should do you, Gatlinburg and Chattanooga in one trip is not bad because they're about two hours apart. That's not bad. Yeah, and uh, they're Tennessee both full beautiful. of kish. The whole you got Smoky Mountains and all that, but then like goofy stuff for the kids in both areas, and then yeah. Chattanooga has all kinds of cool hiking and boating and all sorts of stuff around there on the river, and then it's got Rock City and awesome aquarium it's a great great town mm-hmm. and an inexpensive place to go vacation yeah maybe we'll have to put that on the mm-hmm. list just watch out for alex in mammoth caves don't let him run off in a cave <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll find him next to the sma- the squashed indian no, but, I don't like ruby falls in uh chattanooga is oh, yeah. up in uh, near lookout mountain and it's a waterfall way, way, way down inside of a cave in the earth. It's amazing. Oh, that sounds Good. Lots cool. Of, 
lots of high edges that I have to worry about. Yeah. No. <laughs> All those children. Son next to. They've got it so safe. I mean, everybody brings <laughs> children. And most of them leave with them also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> most. 70% most of them make it out of their life. <laughs> Those are pretty good odds. <laughs> You've got four, right? You got a couple to spare. <laughs> At least, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, the news this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no obligation. No, no obligation quote. quote on the vacation <laughs> of a lifetime. Somebody tell me about what happened to Snow White in Disneyland because I don't know. Yeah, was that announced? It seems like they just uh, they just announced that they were done with the refurb. I had missed that they were even doing. I don't remember them announcing it either. They've I kind guess of if just you're going to been... be closed for six years, you might as well. Yeah, they're something. just sort they... of like, hey, we could paint some stuff and. Yeah, they did. It was part of the announcements last year that they were going to make it less scary. But I think uh, it was at the same time as Spaceship Earth. Mm. And it just wasn't as exciting news as those. Yeah, they released a real small little teaser snippet video of it. And it looks like they've added some elements from the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train attraction in Walt Disney World to it. So it's got the same kind of lighting and projection and silhouettes. The whole interior theme part where they're singing hi-ho. Looks like they've transplanted that into the middle of it. And that part looks great. The rest of it seems like just a freshening up and a softening up of... And a new name, right? Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a great new name. Snow White's Enchanted Wish. Yeah. Yeah, I guess taking the word scary out of it was how they made it less scary. That's how you make it less scary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But wasn't think, it called Not So Scary here? Uh, well, before they, they tore it down, the or got rid of it? it was originally Snow White's Scary Adventure, and then I think they changed it. Uh, or maybe that was Disney World. Yeah, Disneyland did used to be Snow White's Scary Adventure. Yeah, yeah it was until like last week. The <laughs> movie is scary. It's not yeah. just enchanting and her singing in a forest. There's a huntsman right. who's sent to cut out her heart and. Yeah, yeah and it's super toned down from the real story. Oh, the real yeah. story is just yeah. hideous. Yeah. Well, it originally didn't have the word scary in its name, and then parents were upset that they weren't. Ah, so that was time. added as sort of a warning. Yes. Yeah. Got it. And, uh, mm. huh. and it wasn't really even that scary. I mean, no. No. It's not like it's Snow White's Saw Adventure. <laughs> I mean, across the way, you've was. got to ride where a frog gets drunk, gets hit by a car, and goes to hell. So, yeah, but of, it's not called Mr. Toad's Hell Adventure. That is true. Yeah, but guys, let's keep it on the DL. Otherwise, they're coming after that. I know they better not. That's true. I've already, I've already seen the internet petitions about the Pinocchio ride. Oh, come on. What, what do they want yeah, to take out of stop. Pinocchio? Uh, well, because because it makes light of human trafficking because those boys are kidnapped. Wait, are you kidding me? Come no, on, I'm not people. You. <laughs> <laughs> Who's ever human trafficked and turned into a donkey? That never happens. <laughs> it's a fantasy. This is why we can't have nice things. Drug mule, yes. Donkey, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uplifting. Yeah. That transitions us right into the next story about Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> no, Mexico is lovely and I love Mexico. And it they are going to be implementing a little bit of a of a tourist tax in the Riviera Maya Mexican Caribbean. I got nervous when I saw this. 
that they were going to add a tourist tax. Like, I oh, did no, too. it's going to be more expensive. It's but $10. tell them how cheap it is. Yeah, yeah. 10 bucks. <laughs> it's 10 bucks. Uh, the state of Quintana Roo, which includes all of the Mexican, Caribbean, Cancun, Tulum, Cozumel, Riviera, Maya, they've, as everything in the tourist industry has been really hard hit by COVID-19. So starting in April of 2021, all foreign visitors are going to be charged a $10 tax for visiting to try and help them recoup some of their uh, decline in their Where revenue. do they add that tax? Is it added to your flight or to your, where, where do they? Typically, there are other places in the Caribbean that do this. And typically you have to pay it upon leaving. Uh, sometimes it's at the airport. Sometimes you can pay it at your resort and they give you paperwork to show that you did comply yeah i suspect that it may be either uh, upon arrival at the airport or leaving Uh, when you travel to to mexico they do give you a little a little piece of paper that is part of your customs form when you arrive in mexico and a lot of people don't realize that you have to keep this little tiny piece of paper and turn it in when you leave and if you don't don't worry there's a handy desk at the airport where you can go and pay 50 bucks to get a new one. Yeah. So <laughs> We almost had to do that. I didn't mm-hmm. know I had to keep it, but just happened to have had it in a different Stuffed pocket. Stuffed it in your a, passport or something? Yeah. No, yeah. it was just in like a random pocket in my backpack. But when we got back and they're like, oh, we need that paper we gave you on the way in. Like, what? I have nothing constructive to add to this story because I've never been to Mexico and I don't think I will be soon. I just wanted to say that anytime I see a news story that mentions the state of Quintana Roo, I have a hard time taking it seriously. I assume that I'm either going to a magical land with like a purple dinosaur or something, (laughs) or it's going to be a music festival. (laughs) Bonnaroo and Quintana Roo. That's fair. They should have a second Bonnaroo at Quintana Roo. (laughs) That's funny. I don't expect that this will deter people too much because it's not very much. Um, there's a couple of Caribbean islands where it's like $50 you have to pay to visit. So $10 per person is not too much, especially mm-hmm. if you've been to a nice, affordable, all-inclusive and haven't had to spend much extra on your vacation. Yeah, I was wondering if they would just tack it on to your hotel somehow, like a lot yeah. of the taxes on... The different cities and counties mm-hmm, add or through your here, hospitality yeah. tax. Are you guys ready to get wet and wild? Ooh. Absolutely. Where are we going? Uh, we're going to go to Blizzard Beach. Oh. <laughs> 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 Walt Disney World's Blizzard Beach. And I guess also uh, um, that other one. Yeah, we finally have a reopening Typhoon date. Lagoon. For- yeah, Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, um, we got reopening date for uh, finally. Um, it's going to open on uh, March 7th, Just in time for spring break? Yeah, which, you know, it'll be nice and balmy. Yeah, and actually it will. I really was surprised they didn't open them over the summer because that, you know, they're trying to spread out the crowds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will never understand most of the decisions they made on that. Yeah, seriously. Also, we need to spread the crowds out, so let's open much fewer restaurants than normal. Yes. <laughs> as few things as possible. What? I guess from a labor standpoint, they can't yeah. afford it. And it, the Universal had Volcano Bay open all summer, and uh, it, things went really well there. They they definitely did sell out 
uh, to their limited capacity, especially on the weekends. Every day, every mm-hmm. time. But, you know, is they it, had fewer water parks in the area open, so. Is it just uh, Blizzard Beach opening so far? Uh, the news story I'm looking at just mentions Blizzard Beach. They, they said that when they reopened, they were going to open one first, and then a few weeks later, they plan to open the second. So I'm wondering if maybe they're opening it to see how their new, all their new COVID protocols yeah. go. Yeah, test it out if, there. if they test need another park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, and I'm. I think I'm adding something to my 2021 resolution too. If I what's that? I make it down to Walt Disney World. Make sure I want to go to one of these water parks. Yeah, I mean, if you're a water one, park person, they're great. Um, Blizzard Beach looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like giant, the look of that one better than the uh, Typhoon Lagoon. Looks kind of like every other one. Yeah, it's Summit Plummet Slide looks mm-hmm. like a lot of fun. I want to go 65 miles an hour on a water slide. Be prepared mm-hmm. for your bathing suits. Be sure to clench your buttocks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> your bathing suit's going straight up. Your, your colon will be nice and clean when you're done yeah. there. I'll bring a wetsuit. They are great. And really, the, the theme actually at both of them are great. They're better than, you know, your typical uh, other part of the country water park that's just slides in a concrete jungle. They're highly highly themed. And um, my family loves water parks. I'm not really a water park person, but um, my kids love them and they like both of them. They they do prefer Blizzard Beach because of the summit plummet. Yeah. Uh, But Typhoon Lagoon has some great. uh, uh, It has the Crush and Gush coaster, right? Yeah, that one's fun. I do like that that one. That looks cool. My. My least favorite part of the Crush and Gusher is they always used to have uh, photo pass photographers at the end of it waiting for you to come flying off. And that's just oh. really not where I want somebody taking pictures. Yeah, you're all soaking wet and off balance and half a titties yeah. hanging out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> no one wants to see that. <laughs> and that show up in your post-vacation <laughs> Well, I'm glad we're getting some more stuff open. We're on the path to yeah, absolutely. some semblance of normalcy. That was easy for me to say. Semblance of normalcy. Good. Yeah, do that again. <laughs> Try abominable bull next. <laughs> Just do it again. And an extra level. Uh, uh, something else that helps us get to some semblance of normalcy is uh, show off. Is this latest? Uh, <laughs> I had time to think about it. <laughs> it wasn't just off the cuff, like like when you said it. Um, <laughs> is is this uh, new um, partnership between Bermuda and Costco for some mail-in COVID testing? Yeah, Bermuda is another one of the Caribbean islands that is asking for COVID testing done before you're allowed to show up on their doorstep. I love their shorts. <laughs> they do have great shorts, right? <laughs> They have announced a partnership with Costco where they're allowing mail-in COVID testing and you can go pick it up at Costco. They're not requiring a, a Costco membership to purchase this, which mm. is great. So non-members can go and That's do good. this. Yeah, they're starting the test with New York and Boston. Uh, so you'd be able to go pick up your kit, take it at home, mail it in, and they will accept the results. It is a PCR test, but it's a, it's one of those saliva tests. So you don't have to stick the Q-tip up your nose. Mm-hmm. They're not cheap. Uh, even through Costco, it's going to be $140, including lab fees. So, so you just swab your... Cheap. Oh, no, it's, you spit in a vial and spit what, in a mail little it vial off? and mail it off, yeah. Huh. 
Sounds like Saturday night. All right. <laughs> then you'll you'll mail it off or you get a, an online code and then they uh, it includes the shipping, overnight shipping via UPS. And then you'll get your results. If it's USPS, don't don't bank on your results. (laughs) Ever showing up, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Bermuda is requiring right now all visitors over the age of 10 to complete the test no more than five days before their departure. And then when you you register your results and when you get there, they do another uh, quick rapid test to see, just to make sure you you picked it up. Say, go to your own doctor's office and get a normal test too, mm-hmm. or yes, yeah. you can. This is just because that's that, actually cheaper at the doctor's yeah, office. Saying, you know, Thirty-five dollar copay. Right when I did that, uh, when I did one to be able to visit Jamaica, it was free. Mm-hmm. Um, it was through uh, Rite Aid, and uh, I didn't pay anything, and I didn't even have to charge it to my insurance. So that was kind of kind of nice. Yeah. I guess this is just a, they're trying to make it a little bit easier for people to have access to testing. So absolutely, hopefully we we won't, won't be looking at having to do this for many many more months. Um, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of us that are more geographically challenged, where exactly is Bermuda located in relation to Kokomo? <laughs> in relation to what? To Kokomo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's near Bahama, pretty mama. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little more. Yeah, Bermuda. I never knew. I always thought it was down like where the Bahamas are, but it's Mm -hmm. way north. Like it's like between. It's like Uh, west or east. uh, Yeah, it's like east. (laughs) Well, it's like east of uh, New York. Yeah, out in the middle of the out in the middle upper Atlantic, not where you think it is. Yeah, so that's the that's so you know people don't go to Bermuda in the winter time to to for for warmth. Mm -mm. It's a it's a summertime island destination. Unless you're Berlin. Right. <laughs> blow me to Bermuda. You'd need you'd need longer Bermuda shorts in the wintertime if you wanted Bermuda to. Bermuda longs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you probably have a, a drop flap on the back anyway. <laughs> okay. For something for some place you would go for a warm escape uh in the Winter time. I'm coming up with a really good uh, segue. This here. is Let's great, hear. Dan. Uh, uh, we we uh, had an unveiling of the uh, the wish, the Disney huh? wish. Yeah, the Disney released a little video that shows a bit of the lobby and the uh, the signature character statue in the lobby, and then kind of flies out and lets you uh, see some renderings of the outside of the ship. Hmm. Yeah. The the lobby this time has Cinderella for the main feature statue, mm-hmm. which I think is a. At first, I was like, I don't know if I love that, but the more I look at it, the more I think it looks great. I'm just so used to the scale and size they've had, Donald yeah. and Mickey and Minnie, and so it. I guess that's why I, my initial reaction was, Ugh, I don't like it because it's just a big, almost life-size gold statue of Cinderella yeah. instead of the the little small one on a pedestal that the other ships had. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other one is Ariel, right? I was mm-hmm. trying to think of the fourth one. But Ariel yeah, this is, magic, this is a little yeah. jarring. But the lobby, you know, the what do they call that? The Grand Atrium looks mm-hmm. gorgeous. Very but my pretty. concern is when they zoomed out, did you guys notice? I don't see any feature water poster no, or nothing, water slide or anything on the top. And maybe it's just generic so that you don't see what they don't, what they haven't announced yet. yet. Yeah, that's true. I hope so. Yeah, because it didn't look like there was anything. No slot, no no duck, no dunk, no 
Yeah, I need Those, some ducks or yeah, ducks or something. <laughs> something cool. Or and even it's like supposed I to be slightly larger than the dream and the fantasy. So you think there's say, plenty of space up yeah, there. I noticed when they first announced these ships, they said 50% larger, but then now they're saying slightly larger. Did they scale things back <laughs> between, mm, I don't know, between announcement and ordering them up? Maybe the ship's not larger, but they found ways to find more people capacity. Gross tonnage. Mm-hmm. Well, she is still being Half built, and they didn't—they didn't, they didn't de- delay it at all, other than uh, some slowdowns from. Yeah, and they still had they, that announcement in videos said still mentioned that three more were coming, so that's mm-hmm. good. Yep. And January of twenty twenty two, we're expecting the wish. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And then twenty three and twenty four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for the other two. So. That's exciting. <laughs> you know, I think I'll the, just the first one is going to be called The Wish, and then the next one is The Cyst, and then The Boil. <laughs> wait. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking forward to that. That's right on brand, right? Yeah, absolutely. I can't believe they're keeping the name so short. It should yeah. be like Wish. <laughs> An aquatic Disney experience. Or <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> they got plenty of room on those yeah. poles. They could really get a lot of a lot of characters yeah, off. Right? Sure. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see that whenever she may set sail. Well, Jeff, you you were talking about spending a lot of time in Mexico coming up. I've got a resort that you should visit if you like tacos. Well, you know I like tacos. I know you love tacos, and I'm I'm just wondering. If you would be willing to try a $25,000 taco. No. I mean, I would be willing to try it. I would not be willing to pay for it. What's in it? So it's at a resort called the Grand Velas Los Cabos. Mm. And it's... I'm betting that's in Cabo. Yeah. (laughs) And I guess this they, they came up with this a few years ago, but the reason that I saw it resurface is that uh, this same resort is offering a two-week Mexican vacation for the low, low price of $500,000 per couple. Mm. Oh. That includes private jets and the world's most expensive taco for each of you. I, I can't quite figure out. I mean, I'd rather I mean, have I'm a new look- car, I guess. Exactly. Than a taco. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at what it's made of. It has uh, the tortilla is made with gold flakes. Which, why do you want to eat that? It's a street food, guys. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the ingredients inside it include langoustines, Kobe beef, beluga caviar, and black truffle brie cheese. No. That's a lot of flavors. It's a lot of flavors. And then... It's too many weird textures, too. Here are some more weird things they throw in just to make it more expensive. The, uh, the salsa... <laughs> is made from ultra premium and yeho tequila and civic coffee. Have you guys heard of civic coffee? Yeah, that's the monkey poop coffee. Yeah, cat poop, cat coffee. poop coffee. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a coffee that comes from this it's a type of wild cat called a civet in Asia. And the civet goes and eats the coffee beans and then poops them out and they go and gather up the poop and retrieve the coffee beans they say something about it passing through the digestive tract of this wild cat makes it really smooth and del- i don't yeah, know but, <laughs> yeah but then a lot of other coffee people say that's just marketing bullshit i have to yeah, believe I that can't. that's true i don't i try not to eat my 
food and beverage out of the cat's butt. Right? I, I don't get it. Well, sometimes you just can't help it, though, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I've been able to avoid it most of my life. But this 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 vacation for the low low price of half a million dollars, they will pick you up anywhere in the United States in a private jet, and fly you down to Playa del Carmen to start, and then take you on personalized adventures in Chichen Itza. Mm. Um, then fly you to again in your own private jet to the Pacific Coast to stop in the town of Tequila. And give da, you da, 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 yeah, da. give you some private tours of the town of Tequila and a, a private tequila tasting. This and is then, a half million dollars for a couple or each? Exactly. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per person. Ugh. Yeah. Uh they'll take you to the Riviera Nayarit while you where you'll go fit, fishing to catch your dinner and then watch a movie on the beach. All of the stuff that they, that's mentioned in this sounds lovely, but I, I'm not getting the, the half a million dollar price tag. You know, maybe can or I drop jet? It? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for for contrast, there's a luxury resort in the Mal, Maldives. 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 The Maldives for thirty thousand dollars, including all taxes and service charges for two people, you can get a year long unlimited oh. stays, which includes they'll pick you up in a private jet. Okay, sold. So, That's way up. cheaper I'm doing too. That. <laughs> yeah, That's cheaper than Club Thirty Three. Yeah. <laughs> sold. Yeah. All you can stay package, but no twenty five thousand dollar taco. With I mean, cat keep your dumb taco and take twenty five grand off the price. <laughs> exactly, uh, fifty grand because it's one taco per person. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, it's only one taco. I mean, yeah. What am I supposed to do? Not even taco. a plate of tacos on no, one of those it's, cool it's little racks. Appetizer. Things. Yeah. Huh. There's just no way. Mm-mm. Because then after you eat the. The $25,000 taco, the other three that you're going to have to eat to fill you up are going to taste like horse crap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Instead of cat crap. <laughs> oh, Wilbur. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll take the, the year and stay in the Maldives for $30,000, Alex. Yeah. yeah. That's now, a- where's that located in, in relation to Kokomo? <laughs> <laughs> All roads pass through Kokomo. You seem to like to spend a lot of time in Kokomo. Way down to Kokomo. Um, the the Maldives the Maldives are in uh, Southeast Asia, I believe. Oh. Um, I think they're in the like in the Indian Ocean somewhere. Yeah, it's it's one of those mystery uh, island. Groups that yeah, you can. It's in the ocean net that I've never known where it is. It's like Mallorca. <laughs> where, where the hell is Mallorca? That's near all Spain, is, Dan. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. All, all I know is that wealthy British people like to vacation there or used to at some point. That is true. Yeah, the Maldives yeah. are are near um, somewhere near India in the Indian Ocean. Interesting. And if there's an ocean expert, I know it's Heather Strait. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm she, super good she was at the talking geography. about the, so the Atlantic here, here when we, we were in Mexico. I'm like the Atlantic? Uh-oh. No, uh, no. It, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true that happened, <laughs> but I know where the Maldives are. Yeah, that's good. I know. You're one step ahead of me. 
They're near Kokomo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that my understanding of all islands are that are filtered through that song. So I just assume that I'm not actually sure I even know where Kokomo is. It's in Indiana. And That's you know, what I thought. Yeah. The uh, John and Blackie Stamos era of the uh, of the yeah. Beach Boys is everyone's favorite. <laughs> But they had the Muppets on. It's got to be good. (laughs) Well, stick around because after the commercial break, we're wrapping up 2020 with a look back at the weirdest year any of us can remember and looking forward to the best year since 2019. (laughs) God, I hope so. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the world travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Well, guys, we made it. 2020 through ed- 2020 through everything it had at us from a global pandemic and the associated hit the economy and travel industry to murder hornets, solar flares, wildfires, volcanic eruptions, a whole buttload of hurricanes. Apparently, I lost count of those. And and the most eventful presidential election anyone could have imagined. And we still made it out the other end. We baked bread and planted gardens. We did just about everything virtually over video conferences. Spent so, so, so much more time with our families. Found safe new ways to fulfill our wanderlust and dreamed about where we'd go and the adventures we'd have once the rest of the world opened back up to travel. Uh, Let's start out by taking a look back at the year that we had. It's getting the old way back machine. Can we go back to January and stay there? (laughs) February was pretty good. Actually, that's true. What happened in Uh, January, Dan? Well, in January, we started the year off with a look at some of the exciting new attractions that were slated to debut in theme parks in 2020. Mm -hmm. And some of them even managed to open Some of them made it. (laughs) (laughs) One or two, I think. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway made it. That's the only one I'm certain of. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, didn't... When did... When did Rise, Rise of the, the Resistance open? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Officially December, opened in though, January. Right? It was supposed to be opening in December, but it didn't. Yeah. It didn't oh, It didn't happen until January. So that is officially a 2020 ride. Hold up. Are we sure Just about barely. that? I thought we rode that at the earmarked conference. Yeah, I think you were special. Yeah, it was It was in soft opening then. Oh, I love a nice soft it. opening. 
<laughs> just soak in it. Yeah, just um, soak it up. When you get it. Yeah, they um, they started. Uh, so it opened in it. They the soft opening. St- it started in Hollywood Studios on December fifth of twenty nineteen, and it didn't. Disneyland didn't ooh. open until. Um, close to the end of January in 2020. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it was a very, very limited opening in December because it was still in the... It wasn't working very well. It's working better. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the yeah. uptime seems like they're at about 40% now yeah, instead of the 20%. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah we did sure. get a little preview of it in uh, just mid-December of uh, 2019. And then Disneyland got their version in January. Yeah, and then, yeah, was in January or February was when was February when the Mickey Minnie Runaway Railway? Yeah, March, beginning of March. March oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. yeah. I can't even keep <laughs> it. has been a long year. We're yeah. not even done with January yet. In January, yeah. we also talked about, guys, do you remember cuddling cows for therapy? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've been doing it since. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You ever soak uh, a cow? <laughs> <laughs> In gravy. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Mm, delicious. Um, Pearl gravy. See, we, also, uh, we talked about some of the outlandish thing that we've some of the outlandish things that we've overheard guests say while visiting the Disney theme parks. Oh yeah, we should do that again. That was a fun one. Yeah, that's an endless gold mine of. <laughs> yeah, as long as you keep going back, you'll keep hearing idiots talk. That's right. That's true. And uh, just like tuning into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, people know what they like. Uh, Jess also took us on a tour. Do you guys remember Denmark's sick, twisted theme park, Bon Bon Land, where you could ride on the Hundepruter? Hundepruter. We talked about going and visiting the Hundepruter, but then it feels we didn't. like it was like eleven months ago. We talked about that <laughs> at, at least. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll post we'll post uh, links to all of these stories that we covered before, so you guys can relive it in. For yourselves, but man, that place is something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so moving forward to February, uh, we started out by making some travel trend predictions for 2020. And <laughs> bad, I, I, I spoilers. Say, we probably we should revisit those. It'd be yeah. funny. Spoilers. To- Most of those didn't not. pan out. See what we thought. <laughs> uh, oh no! They might, but you know, maybe they'll come back around next year. Yeah, we didn't say which. Yeah, yeah, maybe we meant. 2021. <laughs> yeah, we just said in the future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also learned about the majestic quokka. Ah, oh, the quokka. Yeah, we visited that weird, slightly sad military theme park in Transylvania where it's like uh, they took a military barracks and changed it into a place where you could go pretend that you're training with the Soviet army. Oh, yeah. I remember that yeah. one. Also yeah, not um, on my bucket list. <laughs> no, no, neither is I will assume the next item. We talked about uh, the the most savory spa in Japan where you go and bathe in ramen noodles. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> just, just soak in it. I, yeah. I love ramen noodles, but... <laughs> I feel like the sodium would get in your skin and yeah. like kill you or something. Well, or it might be good, you know, people go and float in the Dead Sea for the same for the That's salt. true. Salt is supposed to have healing properties if you're not ingesting it. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, especially it's, if you it's mix it up with to, a little garlic and some green yeah, onions. It's yeah, supposed to butter, draw burble, the toxins. Yeah. It's supposed to draw the toxins out of your skin. That's why you huh. sit in one of yeah. those salt 
Well, there um, you go. And if a you're lot sitting of spas in Ramen, have like can... a, a salt cave type thing. One of oh, the yeah, one of the cruise ships that we toured on one of that one of the cruise three sixties we went to had a snow room and then a salt room. Mm-hmm. And the I'm snow not interested was, in either one of those. Yeah, I think it was. Um, <laughs> was that the Holland America ship we we toured? Yes. It was interesting, and I the snow room is just yeah a super cold room. Like the full opposite of, snow. of a sauna, yeah, just cold and, and literally like snowy type mist blowing mm-hmm. around in the air. And the salt room had chairs made out of big giant blocks of salt, and then the walls were covered with it. It was weird. Yeah. Well, fortunately, the snow room did not have that, so your balls don't stick to your seat. <laughs> That's always a plus. Speaking of balls, bad. February. February is officially, statistically, our most phallus-centric month. Oh. We talked about both. <laughs> That's too much for Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, I was just swallowing. <laughs> in, a, in a year that's been dominated by talk of penises, uh, we visited both uh, Iceland's phallological Phallological. Yeah, Phallological Museum in Iceland. uh, Where they have models of uh, penises of all species. And we also learned about the Penis Festival in Tokyo. Oh, yeah. That recently came up again in a travel and leisure section when I was looking for travel news. Yeah, we talked about we talked about that a lot. Jess was had put that on his bucket list for 2020, but I don't think he made it there. Not quite. Unless that's where he is this weekend. Yeah, that's why he's not with us today. He's at the yeah. Tokyo Phallus Festival. So, so those were those are the highlights of February. We also talked about uh, some of the best hidden gems at Walt Disney World and uh, talked about our favorite parks parties. Then in March. Was anybody getting a sense of foreboding at this point uh, at the no. beginning of March? No, we weren't. We were, we were, we were a little blasé about the we whole, a little devil may care about life back in February. Yeah, well, we've had we, all these things that were supposed jokes to about be it. pandemics <laughs> that come up before, like swine flu and, and these Ebola. other things. You're like, they never turned yeah. into much. Yeah. We made a few jokes about the coronavirus that have come back to haunt yeah. us, yeah. sadly. They, they didn't uh, age well, no. but, but then things started to get a little weird for pretty much everybody in March. Yeah. Um, but March and, was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That's right. That yes, was we the, did. That was the last open carefree. were like a week and a half before mm-hmm. Disney World shut I down. I think that was the last carefree, mask-free trip we we. Yeah. Enjoyed at Walt yeah, Disney World. Yeah, you guys World. lived your best lives. You went uh, yeah. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah. You went to the uh, the Flower and Garden Festival. Had yes, just opened up. just and, right opened. And you got to go visit the NBA experience. We Disney did, Space. yeah. Yes. And two of those things are still open. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> still ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a prediction we made in 2020 that did come true, that the NBA experience was not going to stick around for very long. Yeah. We did love um, City Works that is still open, that restaurant that's sort of attached and used to have a door that yep. went right into the NBA experience. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that they were ever wonderful. like actually related. They just shared no. a big building at Disney Springs. That's a great restaurant. And I still stand behind that if you... Uh, it's, if you're at Disney Springs, that's a great place to try. They have so, so, so many beers on tap and cider and 
eat wine on tap wine. too. The food and is great. a full bar. Mm-hmm. And it's like fancy bar food, pa- fancy pub food style offerings. Mm-hmm. I was actually at Disney World the day that the announcement came down that they were going to be closed for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And I, w- I was leaving on the day when they officially shut down. And it's interesting because I was walking around. I was there for a, a weddings expo and um, I was walking around listening to everybody. You know, a lot of people who had just arrived for their week long vacation and uh, people talking about it. And nobody, no one was concerned at that point. They were all like, eh, the parks will be closed. We'll stay in the resort and have a great time. It'll be no big deal. No mm-hmm. one was <laughs> no one was concerned at all. And little did yeah. we know. Little dun, did dun, we know. Dun, dun. Four months of closure ahead of yeah, us. Did Disney World and Disneyland close on the same day? I can't recall. I don't remember now that you say that. I'm going to I'm going to have to look that up. Well, while you're looking that up, uh we uh we also uh, that closure prompted us to take a look at one of our least favorite travel trends for 2020 and that was the stay-at-home vacation mm-hmm. that everybody was going yeah. crazy for at the beginning of the year. So we talked about uh some of our favorite ways to bring the Disney Parks magic into your house, which mm-hmm. is okay, but it's just not. It would have well, been cute for a month or two. Right. Yeah. Uh, yes. Just just check, pull that up. And Disneyland closed on March 14th, and Disney World closed on March 15th. So they announced them at the same time. Yeah. Um, Disney World had obviously more, a lot more guests on site that they had to to deal with, and the hotels didn't close right away. They stayed yeah, open. They stayed open for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another week. Or so. They were planning on keeping the hotels open for for what they thought would be the whole two week closure, and then. <laughs> That did not happen. So that was cute. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, our our other explorations around the world that month took kind of a dark turn with mm. the rest of the month. We uh, just told us all about the wonderful experience you could have at that Soviet bunker in Lithuania, oh, where gosh. they they are the, they arrest <laughs> you out in the woods and take you to prison and yell at you and. Also and still not on my bucket list. Put you through a medical examination <laughs> oh, yeah. and all that stuff. Oh. Yeah. They sick the dogs on you. I'm going to go ahead and say that any experience involving anything Soviet is not on my bucket list. <laughs> yeah, or faux arrests and interrogations. Oh, right? <laughs> Didn't we, Which at we have some another point? one of those coming up? Yeah, yeah next month I'll, we've got I'll another one it, coming yeah. up too. Yeah, uh, we also visited not all, not one but two theme parks in Asia dedicated to letting you experience the Buddhist version of hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with terrifying statues of all the punishments. Oh, yeah, like no, thank you. There. Now that I would go check yeah. out. Yeah. Has that anyone ever opened a, a Dante's Inferno themed theme park? If all. TM, to- TM, TM, TM. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start drawing up the map as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> um, April started with more travel dreams. We're getting tired of being stuck in our houses and we discussed our bucket list destinations. Yep. Uh, we had. Oh, uh, special guests and our own personal troubadours were on that show, The Outer Vibe. Oh, yeah. That was a fun one. We talked about Who were they? Talked about Dan on his motorcycle. Yeah. And the, didn't, uh, they, wasn't that the, the... You guys went to the... Um, why is it... The name is escaping me, but this year they still held it and it was a huge COVID super Sturgis, spreader yeah. event. Yeah. yeah. Sturgis, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when we rode out to Sturgis. Yeah. Yes. That inspired the song... 
Hoka Hey, which is we use for the intro and outro of this very show. The Gold um, Key Adventure Society does not recommend going to that during a pandemic. No, but I do recommend the Outer Vibes latest album. It's oh, it's so, so good. I actually, a couple of their songs were on my top 100 from Spotify that I mm-hmm. listened Mine to too. so, nice. so much. Yeah. Yeah, they are always evolving, and they're working on some new music in the studio right now. Oh, actually, excellent! So their song excited. "Oxygen" is one of my I love it. That one is work. songs ever. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. good tunes. Um, let's see. Uh, Jess introduced us to South Korea's Loveland Park, which is that racy <laughs> sculpture garden yeah. where you can go and get I inspired get education. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it meant for sexual education? Sex ed. Class? It was a sex ed yeah. park. Yeah. Which I don't know who thought a sex ed theme park was a great idea, but I guess it was the Koreans. I think they call that fantasy land. (laughs) (laughs) Call back. Hey, Um, let's see. We dared each other to get adventurous with weird and wonderful new experiences around the world. And our are you in or out episode? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dan, Uh, when are you going to go sleep on a on a cliff ledge? I thought you promised me you were going to do that. Next June. Okay. That's it is. Very specific. Um, yeah. <laughs> then we went for a night walk border crossing experience in Mexico. There it is. Yes. <laughs> by the border no patrol and Who find out what it's like. sits around to... thinking of, gosh, I wonder what it's like to be arrested by the Soviets or... Let's have... Well, we talked about that show last month, the, the Dark Forest Oh, show. yeah, that's true. I guess it that's is. the kind of thing that he does. Actually, I watched the episode... I watched the episode right after recorded that where he went for the night walk and it is is harrowing because they oh, like, thank like you. guys come up to you pretending to be cartel members oh, and they, no. they mug the group and steal your stuff. It's, yeah, it's, it's that rough. That doesn't sound um, like fun. Yeah. Um then we finished out the month with a lesson in how to survive a bear attack. <laughs> That's where we met our friend Punchy the Bear. Yeah. Um, and we explored the creepiest museum, the creepiest items in museums around the world, including the infamous necro pants, <laughs> which I'm wearing right now. <laughs> yes, Jeff and... had to go get his own pair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta, you gotta have those custom made for you. Gross. Yeah. yeah, and then we went on a tour of all of our favorite bars in Walt Disney World. That was a very long bar crawl. Hey, let's do that again, but in real life. But for real, and get yeah. wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, in a- in May, we must have still been thirsty. We <coughs> we took our thirsty. bar crawl back to Universal Orlando this time and uh, discussed all the best places for a drink there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Many of which we're, are still open. We're experts on on the theme park Drinks. bars. Mm. Yeah, we kind of we kind of got onto a onto a track for a while. Well, we were <laughs> right we the- were kept away from our favorite <laughs> bars and restaurants for so long that. Yep. We were dreaming about them. Dreaming about it, yes. Um, we visited a South Korean, again, South Korean theme park dedicated to all aspects of the humble bathroom. Do you guys remember that? I part? do remember that one. <laughs> the humble bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Uh, we uh, talked about some of our favorite travel travel movies, and then we did some research on U.S. travel destinations and theme park history. Yep, that was, that was the trend we missed, that everyone was going to stay in the United States. Yeah, that was fun. And visit to all of the overrun national parks this summer. They did get a lot of a lot of traffic in the national parks yeah, this they summer. Were busy, and they did not have the staff to handle mm-hmm. it either. Mm-hmm. 
was unfortunate. Um, June, we finally got some good news uh, that some of the Orlando theme parks were looking to open up soon. Yeah, that's when we went uh, and visited Universal and they opened back up. Yep. yep. That feels like also, five years ago. It really does. I know. It's Yeah. It's crazy. We also um, took a look at the All-American Road Trip Vacation. Which I still don't like, by the way. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Well, at least you played along. Um, Let's see. Jess Jess took us to that real-life Westworld-style amusement park in Japan. We met the social distancing skunk ape (laughs) at Gator World. Uh, Gatorland. Jess told us all about the Wizard of Bras, and then we met our good friend Skinny Pete when we visited the National Hobo Convention in oh, Iowa. The Hobo Convention. Still my favorite segment yes, ever on I this cannot, show. Yes, I cannot there. wait till we can li- do a live recording from the Hobo Convention. Well, yes, everybody, please. please get vaccinated so we can go hang out with the hobos. Yes, that needs yeah. to happen. Jess is going to become the king of the hobos <laughs> when he shares his mulligan stew recipe with them. Mulligan stew. Yeah, <laughs> what is your favorite kids. ingredient? In mulligan <laughs> stew, and why is it rat? There it is. <laughs> um, then in July, we continued our exploration of classic summer vacation destinations with episodes on amusement parks and water parks. And Disney World uh, reopened. That's right. Then we've closed out the month with a trip report from you guys from Walt Disney World Resort, which was super awesome. Was that, that June? Actually, that was July. Oh, July. And that, right. that first trip back was so great because it was dead. And there was nobody in the parks. No. Yeah. I mean, it was great for us experiencing the empty parks it was not great that they were empty that part made me sad and it still does they they had some interesting new changes to the parks that some of them wouldn't mind seeing stick around i have a little bit of a list of things that that happened in 2020 that i actually hope stick around let's hear it um and the first one that we learned of that was back in july was when that was the demise of fast pass plus and i think a lot of us were like, yes. Um, I definitely still think that it's time for something new and hope that we see something maybe more like Max Pass from Disneyland. Um, yeah. No word yet on on what they're planning with that. We know that they're not going to be providing free magic bands anymore. They're still going to be selling them and you can still use your magic bands, but you're not going to get one starting January 1st. You won't get them for free with your trips. So yeah, I find that odd. And they have just basically just now finished where every ride you get off of the magic band is what automatically serves up yeah. the photos to your account. So now they're trying to phase those out. So I don't and we understand. haven't really heard what their plan is. We know that they will give you a key to the world card again. <laughs> if that if you don't have magic bands, you can stop at the desk and get I the old fashioned card. That. Yeah. Um <laughs> But we all keep expecting to hear something more because they keep they sort of keep teasing it and saying that it's it's going to be tied to my Disney experience. So I think we're all expecting that it's going to be something like Disneyland where you're you have a barcode in your app and you use that to scan in or and that for whatever happens with fast passes. Because I don't think that it's gone forever. I think maybe it's just gone in the form that it was with Fast Pass Plus, and I'd be fine with that. And whatever form it takes, it will work flawlessly. Yeah, definitely. 
It works pretty well at Disneyland. I've only mm-hmm. actually been there oh, one yeah. time since where I used that. But Every I like now and then I had a little trouble getting it to load when I would first get into the park and, and pull it up because you can't make your, your fast passes until you're in the park day mm-hmm. of. Um, but usually just refreshing it, it was fine. I think that we'll was... see a combination of that with more virtual queue type. Mm-hmm. I liked that not making them in advance. I mean, the, the all, having to make your fast passes 60 days before you even get there was always annoying. And yeah, with Max Pass, you just you get there and decide what you want to do that day and you make it from your phone. It's great. I hope that that's happens. how I prefer to see the parks in general. Yeah. yeah. The other what thing was, was the park pass, having to have no, a reservation yeah. for a park. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. No, and hopefully if, you know, eventually it's they're not going to have to limit capacity, but they still could handle the capacity better with the system. Mm-hmm. They know how to staff accordingly. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a great idea. And if it's not something that's once 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 they can open up more capacity and it's not, uh, you know, a, a scramble to get Hollywood Studios because that's where everybody wants to go right now. And that's the one that's always full. Um, it just... It, it's a better way for them to to cr- do crowd management, yeah. and I think that it could evolve into something that helps them with that. I would like to see them now that park hopping is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not reserve your park hopping in advance like that, but before you do hop, check in on the park app. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that way they can say, "Hey guys, in forty minutes, we're about to see a whole bunch of people showing up at Animal Kingdom." Let's get some people. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then then when you do get to Park Hop, if you were able to somehow go and see, since everybody needs to make their first uh, first park they're visiting, they need to you have to have a park pass. Then you could see where all the crowds are that day. You could open it up before you hop and say, oh, man, Animal Kingdom is jammed today. I'm not going to go there. That's I, I think it could evolve into something really good, but we'll see. Um, do you have anything else on your list for that? I think those were the two that um, that kind of resulted directly from the events of 2020 that I yeah. hope stick around. Oh, the other one I jotted down was that uh, this kind of was the first year that Epcot had officially had a festival all <laughs> the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I, you know, we make fun of Epcot as the festival park, but I kind of don't mind it. I love uh, I love Epcot's festivals and just when when things are normal, um, food and wine was a little. Uh, I don't want to say that it's lame because I I, it, I don't think that it was not worth attending, but it was it was more difficult this year because you had to stop and eat and drink. You can't wander mm-hmm. around. Yeah, wandering and having a drink while you go to the next drink or food or whatever was always the deal mm-hmm. and having to be stationary to lower your mask to take a bite was kind of drag yeah and i can't wait for that to go away but i i like at cots festivals and i wouldn't mind if there was one every it month kind of, of the goes year. in the with the whole world uh world yeah. fair thing yeah makes sense yeah it makes sense um some other things that we explored in july uh we talked about exploring the outer reaches of Earth's atmosphere in a space balloon. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the new Jason Bourne stuntacular show with special <laughs> right. effects so real you don't know where the real world ends and the stream begins. Yes. 
I still haven't uh, seen that. Yeah, neither have I. Oh, we're going to have to get you guys over there. It's it's good. Yeah. Uh, we also visited Action Park in New Jersey. Oh. Traction Park. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Right. After we talked about that, was it a couple of months later that the HBO special mm-hmm. on that park came out? Yeah, Class like, Action just Park. A yeah. weeks, yeah. Uh, we also toured the sadly defunct insane world of Sid and Marty Croft theme park, which <laughs> is in the current... Uh, um, CNN Center. CNN building in uh in atlanta and we also learned how to scream inside our hearts while we're on uh <laughs> roller coasters <laughs> please scream inside your heart yes every day of 2020 every day i still scream inside my heart yeah <laughs> just a little bit it's it, getting it helped, better it, it helps make the bad feelings go, go yeah. away <laughs> and i promise the rest of these muscles will go a little that bit that was me screaming inside my <laughs> Heart. <laughs> and outside your heart. And all over the mic. <laughs> Someone get the man a disinfected wipe. In August, we celebrated our first anniversary. Uh, we also talked about our travel dreams for 2021. <laughs> I can't remember what any of those were other than to I want travel. To I want to go to places. I want places. to do that. Uh, yeah. I want to do and, the stuff and the things. Yes. And see the places. Uh, um, and then we took an exhaustive multi-week tour of all the best restaurants at uh, Disney World theme parks and resorts. Mm, eating at Disney World. So much food. Yeah. Um, September was mostly devoted to Universal uh, between our trip there. And also we took a tour of all of our favorite things to do in the parks there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we also touched on our favorite places to eat, shop, and be entertained at Disney Springs. I love Disney uh, Springs now. When they were Me first too. doing it, I thought it felt so generic what they were doing to it. But the, yeah, I think the we dining all options and drinking like options are just so killer now. Yeah, and it's got a lot would of neat characters. Only reopen that crepe place. We finally found it. <laughs> yeah. <and> it's not <laughs> yeah, open. The, I, I heard that it was not going to reopen at all. Oh, mm. come on, man. Well, they are. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to in Epcot and when they finally open. The expansion of the France Pavilion and the Ratatouille ride is really just that. The creperie. The creperie. Creperie. Yeah. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. I'm just like, it's the first, it's the first real big expansion they've done of, of, of a pavilion other than yeah. they did, they did the little bit of Norway. expansion in Norway to have more Annas and Elsas. Um, and that's nice, but this is like, they're adding a restaurant and they're adding a ride and. A store. Yeah. It's the. That area looks so beautiful. It's done. You can see it from the Skyliner, and I'm just waiting. I know for it's them so to irritating. You can look down into it from the Skyliner. I want to go to there. <laughs> I want some crepes. Mm, yeah, a nice Nutella and banana crepe. Oh, yummy! It's lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that I'm, they have savory as well as sweet, like a cocktail mm-hmm. wiener one. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like a yeah. good cocktail wiener? Fun fact, those are called galettes when it's uh when it's not uh sweet. It's oh. made with it's made with a different flour, usually made with buckwheat, and then they put ham and cheese and buckwheat. Heather with her fancy ass French again. <laughs> <laughs> buckwheat seems so American to me. I can't believe they have buckwheat anywhere they else do. but the yeah. south of the United States. I'm surprised that it hasn't been canceled at this point in 2020. Hey, it's all done. It's there. Just open okay. it. Okay. 
No, I mean, I mean, buckwheat. Buckwheat. Oh, buckwheat is the cow. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I missed that reference. (laughs) Oops. Uh, I was just thinking about the food. Yeah, me too. Now it's getting close to lunchtime. It's a good. It's a good thing we're mostly done with the year, huh? Yeah. Uh, We kicked off October with a trippy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We kicked off October with a trip report from our trip to Universal, Mm -hmm. where I got to experience. uh, Rip Ride Rocket yes. and Hagrid's Coaster of Many Words. <laughs> and, uh, magical. Magical. Magical musical flying motorcycle, motorcycle flying upside creature. down extravaganza it's... adventure through the woods of the forest. I like a little, like little schoolgirl the entire time I was out oh, there. Oh, right? you and Jess um, both. Just I'm a giggling. giggler on a coaster, yeah. too. It just made me so happy. I'm a it screamer. Was, you really are. <laughs> Um, oh yeah. And then, and then we spent the rest of the month getting, getting spooky. We visited haunted destinations around the world and we took a deep dive into the haunted mansion. Spooky. Spooky. Yes. Yeah, it was a very spooky season. We also did a little armchair imagination, imagineer. We did a little armchair <laughs> imagineering and designed our own theme park rides based on, on Disney movies. And, uh, just told us all about the secret world of Japanese cuddle cafes. <laughs> Japan. I can't wait to visit Japan. Pay a friendly Japanese woman to just cuddle you or gaze longingly into your eyes. (laughs) The Japanese are so delightfully weird. That's what launched our Japan is weird segments, right? I love weirdos. Of all nationalities. Hopefully this turns into a global phenomenon. Yeah. Take a wonder what country we'll start visiting next. (laughs) Norway. Norway. (laughs) Oh, there's just. That's a different kind of weird. In November, we went shopping. Uh, we gave a preview of Walt Disney World holiday celebrations, which, from the looks of it, they uh, they were they were pretty nice celebrations. Yeah, they did a great yes. job of adapting yeah. to the current times, and I kind of yeah. hope that they keep the castle projection show. Those were spectacular, so pretty. Yeah, and those holiday cavalcades. Yes, of the I love parade. the cavalcade yeah. so much more than a proper. That's what I should have put on my list of, of stuff I hope stays around. Kill the parades and stick with the cavalcades. Mm-hmm. I agree. Cavalcades and, and characters just showing up in random I bet spots. that'll happen because they, the, the parades just shut everything down. Everyone's yeah. standing everywhere. And when you're standing and waiting, you're not shopping or eating. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. And just all the spots where they would have, you know, the, the country bears coming out on that uh, uh, rooftop. Mm-hmm. Porch balcony. There's the word. <laughs> it's one of those. Things. I never can think of the word balcony. I don't know why. Um, or Winnie the Pooh frolicking in that field, catching butterflies yeah. was cool. I just, I, I love that. It's some of that stuff that I feel like Disneyland already did well. That um, finally came to Disney World, and it'd be great if that stuck around. I haven't gotten to see it, but it, hearing, seeing videos of it and hearing descriptions reminded me of even what character interactions were like at Walt Disney World in the like early 90s. Mm-hmm. So yeah, before it all became a, everybody had to have their standing there hugging a princess photo. And so it it became an attraction you had to stand in line for. It's just it's so much less spontaneous and fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's still one of like the only memories my whole family has of our trips. Some of those are so mm, that's cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely those should stay. Um, let's see. We also uh we played another round of unpopular opinions, mm-hmm. which is always fun and contentious. 
plans <laughs> yes, are <indeed>. perfect. <laughs> yeah, you get some letters written, all sorts of things. Yeah, it's fun. It's good times. Yeah. yeah. We like to get yelled at. Uh, we planned our perfect Disney day with a sports style draft. Um, that was fun. I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, that was fun. Jeff doesn't remember. I do not remember <laughs> what it at all. Do? <laughs> that is so weird. <laughs> you said you liked it at the time. No, I'm sure yeah. I did. We're just having a senior moment. It's okay. Yeah, I'm elderly. <laughs> Aren't we all? Get off my lawn. <laughs> Uh, we visited a museum of parasites in Japan. Ugh. Um, learned why you should Something I hope try... to never do again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or for the first time in person. Right. Uh, learned why you shouldn't try to cook in the thermal thermal springs of Yellowstone Park. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to uh... do with this burlap sack of chickens then? <laughs> Leave him home. Go get yourself a grill like a real person. Yeah. And take it to uh, Disney Springs. Grill you up some chicken. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? When was that? Was That, that was just, right when they had reopened Disney Springs. Yes. Did you remember that story, Dan? They opened Disney oh, the Springs in June ahead of the parks, right? Yeah. Yeah, those people were... They brought a yeah, grill special. and were cooking they, up burgers They were on the patio. <laughs> yeah, on the patio of the... Whatever the Irish place Raglan is called. Road. Raglan Road. <laughs> Just grilling. Yeah, and, and the security looked a little baffled. Like, right. what do we do about this? Yeah. Well, and we the looks on the people's faces. We don't have a sign were, that says no yeah. grilling. When they were told they had to leave, they also looked confused. Like, that's, why, why that's can't what we I call, have a grill? That's what we call the air bud loophole. Yeah. There's, no, there's no rule against a children retriever playing basketball. Well, fun fact, Disney Springs now has security that you have to go through before That's you right. can get into Disney Springs. They check Disney your temperature Springs. and all that for the COVID, and then they check to make sure you're not rolling in a Weber grill. Exactly. That's why we can't have nice things. <laughs> uh, we celebrated backyard imagineering with uh, that incredible homemade re- uh, the Matterhorn. Disneyland's Matterhorn. Yeah, That's didn't amazing. you promise you were building one of those in your backyard, Dan? Yeah, I'll get right on it. It's almost finished. <laughs> I'm waiting on lumber to come ah, in. Ah, got it. Yeah. It's, it's I, lost in the mail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn USPS. What am I supposed to do? Um, we also learned why Sweden celebrates Christmas Eve with Donald Duck and why Japan prefers their Christmas with Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> And then one of my favorite stories of the year, Heather took us on a tour of Italy's ham dungeon. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I remember touring her ham dungeons. <sighs> Just soaking in all of that salted. <laughs> ah, good times. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Why does anybody listen to this show? I'm not sure. I'm not sure they do. <laughs> we have dozens of listeners. Yes. We have a dozen, dozen of listeners. Uh, so far, we've kept December pretty low-key. We uh, we sat around watching some travel TV shows. Mm-hmm. I uh, learned about some wa- new ones that have come into my rotation. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we all uh, picked up some new favorites there. Um we also celebrated Walt Disney's birthday. That was a fun episode. I liked doing it. I did one. too. I liked it. Yeah, we did with our 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 fans. Was I on that one? Yes, you yeah. were. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We had our other guest for the year on there. Yeah. Where we talked about our our, our, our one day with Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also fun. we also explored holiday traditions around the world. I really uh, enjoyed we, that one. I, there's people do some have some weird traditions, and I like learning uh, about that. Uh, 
Uh, I also really enjoyed meeting the Yule lads. <laughs> yes. I was telling Dan and, and Jeff after that episode that my um, now 14-year-old had heard what I, us talking when we were recording. And it, little did I know he knew about all of the Yule lads and loved them all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'd never heard of such a thing. And the cat that will eat you if you aren't given new clothes. Yeah. So fun. More people need to know about that damn cat. <laughs> oh, that darn cat. It's why our agency tradition is to give each other socks and sweets. You get a new pair of socks, you won't get eaten by the cat. That's right. And hopefully everyone will be getting their treats before February. Right. Yeah, no, I'm, so, I'm <laughs> starting to get a little nervous about that cat coming yeah. to me down now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then finally, this month, we looked forward to our travel lives getting a little closer to normal mm. uh, next year with the approval and rolling out of a couple of vaccines for the Yay, vaccines. Virus. I like vaccines. I can't wait and to get mine. Too. But you have to. I know. I do. <laughs> Boo. I have a, an idea. They are, at least in Alabama, the second phase after the rescuer or the frontline workers and all that is the essential workers, which means grocery store workers. So I'm going to be getting a part-time job at Publix. Next that week. is a great idea. Yep. <laughs> TM. Mich- Michigan has decided <laughs> that it's uh, essential workers and anyone over the age of 16 who has a pre-existing condition. So. Okay. I have that. I'm, a, yeah. I'm obese and I have uh, flat feet. <laughs> it's your flat feet that make you at higher risk of COVID. Yeah, that's right. If I've been going into work all this time, does that mean I'm essential? Yeah, you, you are an essential. Yeah, you're worker. essential. Yeah. I'm essential. Yeah. Well then, you work in that very crowded train. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, family. I'm going to go get my vaccine early. Eh, <laughs> you. Those kids you guys will be can go fine. To the back of the line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just gonna send them to school and. Yeah. Hope for the best. What are you looking forward to on the theme park front for? 2021 there's some good stuff coming i'll to tell you my world. number one thing i'm looking forward to what's that velocicoaster oh yeah universal yes. 2021 summer of 2021 that looks intense it looks awesome and from the look of the cars and the fact that it's only a lap belt lap bar i'm assuming that my fat ass can ride this one so i am stoked pro- yeah it looks good i'm excited Th- for that, that one that inverted stall dude holy crap oh Scary, but I can't good. wait. Oh, and Guardians of the Galaxy, we've gotten some some uh, teaser video of what the cars do, and that looks like it's going. I'm to I'm not be convinced fun. that's gonna that Ortron will open in 21. Maybe not. I hope so. I think if they do, it will be late 21, mm-hmm. not until very end of the year. Yeah. That's usually my thing is to be pessimistic so that I could be pleasantly surprised (laughs) if something good good actually happens. But Space 220, do we think that's going to open anytime? (laughs) Space 220 is supposed to have been open for like a year and a half. (laughs) Or how about how about does anybody remember that barbecue uh, going into Toy Story Land? It's they have actually put up um, an entrance. So oh, right really? after you, yeah, right after you pass that big tall statue of Woody, the yeah. big Woody, the great yeah. big Woody, you pass the Woody, and right after that, um, they after have that is the up, balls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, they've put up they they've put up the they've um, put up the entryway. It's still uh, behind a construction wall, but then the front of it, they've put up the the renderings of of the restaurant. So 
it does appear to still be happening. I wonder if they'll attach an indoor gift shop to that restaurant. It's weird to me that there are no stores in yeah, Toy Story Land weird, at all. It's that bizarre. little weird store that they put at the exit of... Oh, it's, um, yeah, it's tacky. They used the a broom closet. Mania. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, otherwise you have to go all the way to the entrance of the park to mm-hmm. the Pixar store. That's, yeah. I don't get that. Toy Story Land is so cute, but it needs some work. Mm-hmm. It yeah. feels it feels like it ended up being just sort of cobbled together and it was like, like an it, afterthought. It got chapecked, is what it happened. They need to make it look like the concept artist. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Chapek, more like paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about harmonious? Anybody excited for harmonious? I am. I am getting, especially but- since they moved that. That fountain barge out I there. I think I'm maybe in the minority, but I always loved the uh, illuminations too. I, I, I too. love the yeah. show. I love the setting of the shows at Epcot because it's mm-hmm. it has a natural viewing area. You don't have to pile into the hub yeah. or whatever like you do at Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's it's naturally you just surround it. But this this new thing they're talking about would be, as they Looks have said, the great. largest nighttime spectacular. In mm-hmm. Disney Parks history. And yeah, people keep making fun, fun of the fountain barge, but, uh, you know, it does take a little while to build something like that. So once it's on... And blowing and water fan, and looking fountain, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but even when it's on, though, I'm just not great. I That view across that lagoon, especially if you're sitting inside that... Uh, um, Mexican uh, place. That? Yeah, the Mexican mm-hmm. place and looking across... Looking at America. Yeah, yeah. The, the, it's kind of a big, ugly thing in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what it looks like when it's on. And well, it will sink around. soon, so it shouldn't be an issue. <laughs> yeah, <Did laughs> if they follow their that, normal track record. Did you guys see that Universal was trolling them? They they tweeted. <laughs> yeah, what else is new? Yeah, they did a they photoshopped an image of one of those dumb backyard inflatable. Yeah. Uh, screens in the middle of their pond. They said we tried it. <laughs> it Do not recommend. Work. Do not recommend that. I thought that was fun. Uh, I'm also excited about seeing some of the updates to a couple of the resorts that are still closed. That they've taken advantage of the the downtime to refurb Wilderness Lodge and the Polynesian. Polynesian is getting some major, major overhaul, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to see. How that looks and hope I that's think finished. it can be used. I I'm not a huge fan of putting all IP everywhere, mm-hmm. but the Polynesian, I love it for its kitschy charm. Yes. But it really was still, even with the most recent update, still pretty 70s in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they can they can do subtle with the characters when sure. they want to. Look, mm-hmm. at, look at the Grand Californian. Yeah, that's Chip true. And Dale are not obnoxious there. I actually I like them a lot. Yeah. There, so I do so love the just you know tiki seventies tiki theme at Polly. For I, sure, I, I you know. Yeah. yeah. So I hope that that doesn't go away completely. That's one of my favorite resorts. I really, really want Tron to open, and I really, really want to be able to ride <sighs> Tron. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. What are the odds on Avengers Campus at this point? Ugh. I mean, it's. I think it's ready to go. I do too. Yeah, I know. But the problem is the rest of the park. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on the COVID and the governor. Yeah, I don't know. It, it worries me. You've got so, so many anti-vaxxers in California already. And Guys, please just get shot. Just get it. Um, Anything else on the theme parks front that we're looking forward to? Wow, that's that's everything I had. Just, you know, a lot of it is stuff that we were supposed to get this year that hopefully 
actually happens next year. Is there anything else big out of Universal other than the Velocicoaster? They don't really announce things. No, they sneak it up on you. Yeah, they just say summer of 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, we don't know when they're going to start up again on working on Epic Universe. Yeah, they just say sometime in the future. Yeah. Oof. That's the last I heard. Yeah, I would bet they will start construction in 23 or 2. Well, maybe 2. I hope. Or they've been building it this whole time. Yeah, and just not telling us. Calling it a churro stand. <laughs> I do love that how they do that. That is what they do. Disney is the opposite. They're like, in 12 short years, we'll have Pandora. These guys are like, well... We're about to open. We should announce what we're opening. We should tell them what this is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now that they've seen the Velociraptors being lowered onto the track. Onto the track of what is clearly <laughs> a roller coaster. I was just thinking about when uh, Heather's family and my family did the, uh, we did a VIP tour uh, in 2019, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. And that was already very clearly a roller coaster yeah, back there then. Was some and they didn't, they didn't even announce that thing till. a more than a year later. <laughs> yeah, it feels like that. They were lowering roller coaster yeah. track onto the things a and year ago. And you could ago. stand on the other side of that lagoon and clearly see yeah. that then, it is a roller coaster. And our ER VIP tour is like, well, rumors have it that it's a churro stand. So we don't we're know. We're going to some churros. Maybe they'll be Jurassic Park themed churros. Yeah. Who knows? Don't look up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good stuff is coming. I, I have... I have high hopes for 2021 to, I'm going to call it start to get back to normal. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go ahead and say that it's going to be all the way back to normal because then as Jeff said, I can be pleasantly surprised if there we roll go. up on our last episode. Next pessimistically year. and yep. think optimistically. The journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. Oh, oh so dude, profound, that is deep. Dan. <laughs> yeah. Was that from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> I think so. Yes. Yukon Cornelius. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? Does that, does that mean it's time to count down to midnight? I think it Ten, is. Nine, nine eight, eight, seven, six, five, four, five, four, three, two, one. Happy Yay. Hope that 21 is better. 2021 has to be better, right, yeah. you guys? It can't possibly be worse. Stop. It could. Put it that could into be, the universe. It could be much, much worse. Yes, yeah. that's true. One thing that wasn't bad this year was all of you out there listening and enjoying that is our true. ridiculous travel adventures this mm-hmm. year. Our globe-trotting, not quite as globe-trotting, but still all the jackassery. The one upside I know to 2020 is that Flows was closed for nine months of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and still to this day, Thank it's closed. God. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for spending the year with us. Hopefully we helped you laugh a little bit during these tough times. Gave you some ideas for adventures you want to have in the future. And adventures you don't. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We we looked into it so that you don't have to. <laughs> um, we look forward to uh, seeing what 2021 has in store for all of us together. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to get back out and explore the world in 2021, Key to the World Travel has a 12-foot diameter, 11,500-pound geodesic ball covered in 2,688 Waterford crystals, illuminated by 32,256 LED lights and suspended nearly 800 feet above the ground. 
That ball is full of a whole bunch of expert travel planners who need you to rescue them from the terrible fate of being dropped along with the ball to the ground below by letting them help you book a fabulous vacation in 2021. Head to www.keepstheworldtravel.com to get started with the no obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the theme park professor for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is always the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week, and we'll see you real soon. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.